welcome to another episode of Skip the Small Talk Podcast. Today I have a guest joining me. Her name is Anna Cristina Pena. She is a mother of two toddlers and an entrepreneur from Honduras. I decided that Anna is the perfect person to help me set the tone on this new part of my podcast just to get us started on the topic of entrepreneurship because she truly is a relatable human being going through the crazy ride of life and parenthood while simultaneously building her brand and her business. Anna Christina takes real pride in building slowly and strategically, so she definitely goes against the grain a little bit with that thought of we need to have it all together right away. So before we officially start, let me just tell you a little bit more about Anna Christina. She is a bilingual marketing strategist and a copywriter. Anna Christina has an MBA from the University of Barcelona and 12 years experience working in wellness and beauty industry. Her passion and mission is to use her skills of modern copywriting techniques, along with psychology and empathy, to guide the right humans to the right brands. And I'm so happy to have Anna Christina here with me today to share some insight with us. So let's just kind of get started here um can you define what it means to be an entrepreneur and tell us a little bit more about your background and how you got started on this journey great great so for all of you here I'm so glad to be here um and you know I like to start off saying that entrepreneurship is is like riding through dirt roads you have no road signs to tell you if you're taking the fastest shortcut or the one that you'll end up calling, you know, triple A to help you out of a slippery ditch. There's no way of knowing for sure how, how or when if your business will succeed. So an entrepreneur is someone who chooses an unpaved path to self-discovery, right? And, you know, it's someone who's willing to go after their dreams and after their passions, you know, but taking greater risk. Also, mm-hmm. at the same time, um, and it's more they're more they're unwilling to to do so because they have clarity on what they drive, you know, the how how they drive forward. So, you know, even if that means fa- falling on, uh, on your face along the way. So, yeah, so, yeah, that's pretty much an entrepreneur. And, and you know, a little bit about your background and how you got started. Yeah. So I'll say this, like I never saw myself as an entrepreneur growing up. I never imagined myself going on the journey of entrepreneurship. And, you know, I thought it wasn't for me, but it wasn't until I began the skill of or learning the skill of copywriting that I realized that I was more afraid than anything um, and I was the first time that I decided to invest in myself and still working in the family business. So that's what I did. Um, I did have my nine to five job, but I had also privileges working in the family business. So there were some things that I had to work on, especially on what was expected. And when I mean what was expected, what what was what were my expectations at first? And you know, in 2020, that's when I first started copywriting. I started to see that writing was something that I love to do. And I completely forgot about it for more than a decade. decade. So in 2021, um, 
my partner got a massive promotion that it was really hard to to refuse. So we pretty much packed our bags, you know, say goodbye to our comfortable life, and we moved to a new country. And having this new beginning, it made me think that also I wanted to go and do things on my own and try things uh, in the copywriting world. And I, that's how I started my copywriting business and consulting, um, you know, with no clients, a tiny portfolio, and no idea how I pay for private school for my kids. But that's, that's kind of like the beauty of it. And 10 months later, um, you know, after juggling sc- after school activities and doctor's appointments and client calls, you know, I managed to scale a business uh, based solely on referrals, you know, without even a website. So going solo was pretty much the scariest and the best decision that I've ever made for my family and for myself. So even though it broke my heart to leave the family business, I followed my gut and pursued writing. That's awesome. And for those that um, may not know, but I want to share with you. So I met Anna in Anna Christina, I'm sorry, in this community of copywriting because I am new to this journey of copywriting kind of for the same similar reasons, a passion for writing and connecting with other people and um, helping businesses bring their brand together, you know, their brand voice. And this is how I met Anna Christina. And so like I'm in the beginning of this journey where she is, you know, some steps ahead. So that's why I'm excited to have you here too, because it's like, it's helping me, it's inspiring me, it's helping me learn more. And it's making me see that, you know, I can build from what I'm stepping into right now. Um, so that's that's really a good thing <laughs> that I have you here. Um, and I just want to ask you, so, you know, a lot of the time it's very easy for entrepreneurs um, to or people in general to share their highlight reels and to share the positive side of everything. Can you share moments of entrepreneurship that aren't so pretty? Yes, of course. You know, people romanticize also mm-hmm. about about going and doing your own thing. And uh, let me tell you that it you need to have thick thick skin in the game. And one of my biggest fears is the fear of rejection. So starting out, I thought that was the scariest thing of all. So I, you know, going going into um, entrepreneurship and the scariest part is definitely, you know, putting yourself out there uh, and getting rejected. So a lot of people will romanticize about how it's great to manage your own time and, you know, having your own schedule, but also you need to take into account that, for example, I have to take clients. It's not maybe not having one boss, but maybe three. So, it's, 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 it's a reality of it. So the important thing around entrepreneurship is just having that thick skin when things aren't going great to really think about how you're going to move forward or being resourceful. And I'll talk about this a little bit later because I think this is one of the greatest skill an entrepreneur can have. Um, and it's definitely something that I've had to learn in the past year of doing this pretty much freelancing thing. 
Okay, so personally, you say that we need to have thick skin in order to handle, you know, the the tough moments throughout our relationship. Yeah, I'll say this, you know, we we expect things to go a certain way. So I'll, I'll say this, you know, a few months ago, I had to give out a webinar for a consulting client. And I was, of course, nervous and excited. But as, I, as the thing was coming into uh, the effect and I had to jump on the Zoom call, one of my kids, they were, they were on vacation or I think they were sick. And I had to rely on a neighbor so that my kids could leave home and I could have the call in peace. The problem was that my kids didn't want to leave. So, you know, 20 minutes before that call, my kids were in full-blown tantrums. And man, I know what that's like. (laughs) Yeah. So things weren't really going as planned. And I was all dressed up. I was probably sweating. Um, But the entire situation, I had like five minutes before the call, I really had to just like breathe and have the flexibility that things won't come in the way you expect things um, to happen. So it's being flexible enough to even things go sideways, even though you have to take another minute to breathe you know, you'll get through it. It's just temporary. You kind of have to roll roll with the punches, pretty much. You roll with, with the punches, yeah. So what, what advice can you give to someone who is just starting out or, like, in the middle of working a regular job, but they also want to try to build something on their own? Because this is kind of where I, I was or I still kind of am at the moment. Yeah, so, you know, I'd say don't be afraid to suck. because we pretty much do at the beginning, you know, Um, and I'd say learn a useful skin and follow, follow a passion. You know, today, today is the day that you can actually monetize your expertise or love for a hobby, right? Mm -hmm. So if you love pottery, you know, go ahead and launch that course, right? If, if you're great at creating healthy meals for a kid, for the kid's school, then, you know, I'd buy that masterclass. Right? <laughs> so, you know, th- you know, today is, is it's never been as easy to do things on your own and trying things out. The problem is we're the ones that mostly get on the way. Right. Yes, and we're, mind. we're afraid to fail and, af- and, you know, afraid to suck. And that's something I've had to work a lot on myself And that's something I would recommend, you know, give yourself some credit of just starting and, you know, suck at the beginning, but you'll always, you know, practice and keep getting getting better. And I think another thing is not worrying about what other people think, because I think when we first start, we're like, what are people going to think about this? Or, you know, like, like you said, the fear of rejection or the, you know, it's, it's just so naturally it comes to us like that fear and it stops us from going forward. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll have to say that fear of failing is one of the it, one of the life lessons that as a perfectionist or as a recovering perfectionist, I've had to overcome. And it really comes down to mindset in whatever you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. I also see that in entrepreneurs and the, on the people that I cater and the, and the entrepreneurs that I uh, work with. Like it's sometimes that's, that's the, 
the boundary and the limit that will not get you to create your own brand, to have that secret sauce, right? Because you're maybe yeah. afraid to show that that special sassiness and because you want to be likable to everyone. Yes, absolutely. And it's like, you feel like you have to know how to do everything before you get started. And as I'm going along, I'm like, no, I'm learning while I'm doing everything. Like there was no, there's no possible way for you to know every single thing that there is to having a business or building a brand or, or building anything unless you're like in it. And I think that's the only and best way to learn. And I kind of have to teach myself that because I'm the type of person I'm like, I want, I want to do everything right now, really quickly. I want it to be perfect. I want it to be well put together. And I'm like, it, I actually, it actually sabotages you more than it helps you when you have that mindset, because it takes away from the time that you can be putting into like the little things instead of just trying to have everything all together. Right. And another thing that I'll say to this conversation is okay so hold on I just forgot my yeah, my, my okay <laughs> train I just forgot my, tra- yeah, my, my, okay. my, my train of thought that's, that's so funny. okay I was hearing that's you okay. and it's like oh yeah this is good yeah. no no it's okay I have another question so like looking back right what kind of advice was given to you um, about getting a job versus entrepreneurship? And did any of this advice kind of like make a difference on your journey? Because I feel like we're along the way in our lives and when we're very young, we're fed a lot of things from society, our family, whatever, everyone around us. So like, I think this makes a difference in how we view, um, you know, entrepreneurship as well. Yes. So one one advice or the difference about the advice that maybe I've learned along the way is, you know, you have to be proper or to fit in to adapt to a company's culture, especially if you're working, right? A job. In the corporate have, world, yeah. In the corporate world, you have to fit into the company's culture. Um, you know, and also not just like on your job, but if you're applying to jobs as well, mm-hmm. you know, you're learn you've learned to say, oh, dear sirs, so here's my resume to say that says I'm good enough for this job kind of thing, right? Yeah, so there's value like- value is on that resume. And that's yeah, it. exactly. Exactly. And one of the major difference that I've seen about learning copywriting is that you learn to write in your own style. So one of the first jobs that I, that I took as a freelance copywriter Um, I was applying to this job and it was the first time I'm like, I'm going to get creative with this and I'll write something that's totally not directed as to dear sirs. And I thought it was maybe a recruiter or a human resources kind of person that would get this, this um, email. So I, I went a little bit creative on giving that special someone and why I, it was so good for mm-hmm. me to help the, help this entrepreneur because she was a, a fitness coach and she mm-hmm. was a mom. So I tied it back into saying I'm also a mom, but also I know super moms. And I didn't even know that the person who received that email was actually the CEO of the company. And oh, wow. 
And the subject line for the email, just so you know, was, are we allowed to sing in job interviews? So that caught, that caught the like attention. attention. Yeah. And to this day, the client said that I got the job because of that email. So sometimes we're just made to fit in and we're just trained to do that. And I've seen that the more, the more you are about yourself and the more you're open about who you are, you'll attract the right people for you. The same goes with marketing. If you know the type of brand and you move away from what everybody's doing out there, you'll be able to stand out. And I think that's important for the listeners here um, to understand that because this could apply to you, to but embrace, also. Yeah, to embrace their uniqueness, embrace their personality. Exactly. And, and exactly. And that's why yes. also the, the personality or the voice of a brand is so important. Yeah, but so don't that's be a- what allows them. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So yeah, so don't yeah. be afraid to to stand in your own light. And you know, right now, it's not black or white. That's what I'll say. It's not black or white. Right now, I'm following a passion for storytelling and creative writing. But who knows what tomorrow brings? Like right now, I'm just open to different possibilities. Right now, I'm trying to. Mm-hmm extend my skills and grow, grow, not only, you know, in English, writing in English, but also writing in Spanish. And, you know, I've seen because of the community that we have together, I've seen friends who have a steady job, but also they have a, an agency that they run on the side. So you don't have to choose between being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and having a day to, a day job too. Yeah, and I think it's also important to note um, not to compare because also when we're in these communities and we're all kind of on a similar journey, I think we get caught in this trap of comparing our beginning to someone else's, you know, middle or they're, they're much further along. And we're that also makes us feel like we have to have it all together because we're looking at this other person and we're like, wow, they have their, their website put together. They have, you know, their email marketing, they have all of these things put together. I don't have any of that. And then it kind of discourages you a little bit. Um, So I think it's important to remember like that we all start somewhere and not to fall into that comparison trap. (laughs) Right. I I have to agree with you because this was also something Mm -hmm. that I, I've been working on and you know, I, I've been in this community that it's, it's, there are so many great copywriters and so many great marketers. And it's definitely, it's, it's hard to, to compare. But one thing I'll say is, you know, stick to your lane because there are ways you can benchmark, you can find what are the best practices in other people, but figuring what you have and also the, your life and Mm -hmm. your, your priorities as well. So Mm -hmm. for me, I know, I knew that I had a limited amount of time because I'm a mom. And one of my priorities is make sure that my kids survive the day, you know, basically that's it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, basically that, but I, mostly I want to be a mindful and fun mom. And that means that I have, I can't rely on short projects, meaning, you know, bits and pieces where, you know, a few hundred dollars here and there. 
I knew that I had to be very smart on the way that I had to learn the skills and be very strategic on where I spend my time. So even though I wanted to build a social media audience, you know, I wanted to have a website, I wanted to do so many things, my priorities were obviously my family, but also how to get my business up and running and also get the reputation and authority. And that that came from clients being happy with my work. So it was really working into having first identifying those higher level clients, those that value the type of work that I do and that are willing to pay also. And also the type of clients that align to my values and understand um, what I want and also understanding their needs and making it kind of like a partnership. So a long-term kind of relationship. So that's basically what I did for a year. And you don't need a website. I'll tell you this for sure. The way I've built my business, I can tell you here with ease that you just need to set your priorities straight. And if you want to, you your even your clients will be your, your first advocates. So getting those testimonials, getting the, getting to practice and train your skill, what is pretty much any type of beginning for an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So this is part of your season, right? So um, when we had spoke previously, you were telling me about embracing the seasons of entrepreneurship and having a business. So what would you call this season for you right now or for the past year? Is it more of just like learning, building? It sounds like you were just building your client. Building. Yes, Mm -hmm. I'd have to say I was just building, building, you know, um, and practicing not just because even though I've been in my experience, I've done wellness and beauty for a long time. I really wanted to test the personal development niche. I also wanted to try e-commerce to see what works because I don't... Mm -hmm. I, I never wanted to just be lined up. I wanted to test also and expand mm-hmm. what are the capabil- capabilities that I that I could be doing um, and just experimenting. So pretty much is, you know, making sure each client is happy, make sure that mm-hmm. I deliver the best way that I can um, and make sure my priorities are straight. So that's basically what I've done through the year. And now it's a different season. And while, while I'll say this, now, now that we're talking about seasons, I think there's a misconception between a balanced life. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can relate to this and maybe others can relate. But I don't think that if you're an entrepreneur, if you are a parent, um, and even if you're a human, I don't think that there's such a thing as a balanced life. Uh, there are, you know, that you have to pull away from one to satisfy the other pretty much. And that's, and that's pretty much where seasons come in. Um, you know, there, there will be a season where where you'll have to hustle, right? You'll have to hustle in your business and you're trying to build, build that business up. Um, there'll be a time where you're going to have to go deep into research, um, but you'll be in a very big campaign, right? And that'll be something that you'll have to know what are your priorities, but also, you know, balancing personal, um, and business. I don't think that's, that's true, um, entirely, 
but mostly season how to navigate the seasons where you're not completely sucked in into one thing or another, but you're really moving yes. in a certain flow. I love this. I love this. I really needed this conversation because I'm very much in the beginning phases of like trying to build something for myself. And I got very caught up in the, you know, I had to, you know, I, I'd be sitting hours trying to put a website, you know, together, or I'm thinking the first thing that goes in my head, I'm like pretty logo, social media, this, that. And I'm like, I'm building all of this and I'm putting so much time and energy into this, but I have no substance behind it or I don't have enough substance behind it, you know, to, uh, like you said, client testimonials and things like that. So I'm learning now, okay, this is my season of learning research. I think research is, is, and, and testing things out. And I think people want to like, kind of just skip over that myself included. Like I felt, I just wanted to skip over all that. And I'm like, no, that's not reality because it'll all fall apart if you're not able to learn, test, you know, research, do all these things. But that's just such like a daunting part of it. So yeah, we're always in such a rush, right? Mm -hmm. We're always in such a rush to be, (laughs) to be successful. Um, And sometimes it's just navigating through it and having, you know, grace for yourself, even even though that's sometimes very hard to do. um, It's holding yourself some grace. So, you know, one of the things that I'll say is I'll keep a folder of wins, even though they're the smallest ones. So say, for example, you, um, you just launch your podcast, right? And you managed and to get 12 episodes that you've You've also, you're starting to learn a new skill and your, your ability to try it, or maybe that you've been able to just navigate parenting without bursting and shouting to your kid, right? You know, that also counts as, as a win. So whenever there's this impatience and this just like Mm -hmm. building frustration, um, I'd say, you know, just just give yourself some grace. You're, you're pulling Mm -hmm. forward. Uh, even though it's just smaller steps along the way, you'll see that it's, it goes much faster than what you anticipated. Mm -hmm. And I, I also feel like society makes entrepreneurship seem like it's something that's, that's risky, which I believe it is risky, but they, I feel like we're, we feel like it's unattainable for like the average person. You know, you hear the word entrepreneurship or business owner and it has such a big, you know, picture to it. Like, you know, but I feel like the average person, especially for like parents who are like building a family and trying to build a business at the same time, this narrative can be very discouraging. But I think it's important for people to know that an average person, quote unquote, can start and build. Like everyone starts from nothing pretty much, or many people start from nothing. Yeah, I, I definitely have to say that there's, there's baggage and there's depth mm-hmm. into entrepreneurship, but you know, I'll say this. I, I think that let's put it this way. I think parenting and business is, is a lot more related than you think, you know, they're both, they both need dedication, right? Mm -hmm. They, they both need passion and they both, they both teach you. And you also, you also give lessons. So, you know, with no breaks at all, 
So yeah, yeah. you don't and get any breaks in parenting and you don't get exactly. any breaks in business, especially when you're building your own. So obviously I'll say like you will mess up. That's mm -hmm. one thing for certain. And that's what I'm saying. You will never yeah. be the perfect mom or the perfect dad. And you'll mess up along the way. But guess what? Those mistakes or those those errors will just make yourself better if you learn from them. Mm -hmm. And the same goes in business. I think that entrepreneurship is just getting that next step going and you don't need to have your end vision you know defined your entire path defined you maybe just need like the next five steps but be very clear on what is the type of life that you want and then build yourself accordingly yeah it's so kind that's of like something. you have to reverse engineer you have exactly. to say what the end goal is or or what you envision and kind of move backwards to to get there yeah find your dominoes and this is something uh, my coaches uh they talk about a lot you don't need to have everything defined but knowing those dominoes and what what are the things that will move you forward in your business mm -hmm. um those are the type of things that you need to know and understand in order to to move forward obviously mm -hmm. and i'm very connected with like mentors and and coaches and stuff and you know you realize Uh, that personal development is very much necessary when you're building a business. Like, I feel like they both go hand in hand. That's kind of why, like, in this podcast last year, I was very focused in on personal development, self-growth, things like that, because that's where I was. And I, I mean, I still am, but I feel like personal development is very much needed. Like, you always have to be working on building yourself up in order to, you have to have a clearer vision of yourself to have a clear vision for your brand or your business. That's right. I, I truly second what you're saying. Um, when you are in this journey by yourself, you need, you need to have a strong mindset in order yeah. to keep moving forward. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I'll, I'll say this. There are... In moments of uncertainty, that's when your mindset will play a big role. So mm -hmm. this is when you need to show how resourceful are you. And, mm -hmm. you know, this is the place when it comes in handy, you know, when the cash flow is tight, you have to become creative with solutions that you may not think are possible, but they are. It's just being resourceful enough. I think that's one of the most important skills an entrepreneur can have um, in order to just keep moving forward. And, you know, we we will have fear. And that one of the biggest, biggest problems that we might have around personal development is fear is always the one that hold you back. And I'll, I'll say I'll say this. Um Did you know that humans are born are born with uh, two fears? There are only two fears that our humans are born with, and that's mm -hmm. the fear the fear of falling, and the fear of loud sounds. So everything else is learned along the way. Oh, wow. That's pretty interesting, right? <laughs> that is really interesting. 
So, so everything uh, else is basically uh, our mind. It's not like an actual physical reaction. Yeah. Every other type of fear yeah. that we have is either learned, inherited, or or influenced by our closest people, mm-hmm. by the people closest to you. So, for example, my biggest fear was around being seen and feeling at something. So... It was, it it got so bad to the point in my teenage years where I didn't want my parents to come cheer for me at swimming meets because I'd get too anxious that I disappoint them. So fear, fear holds you back like that. And it, it runs really deep in you, especially as a teenager or as a child growing up. If you don't know how to work things um, or build your mindset around that and work on it, it's it's not something you will just get right through. So I think that's very powerful, you know, the about that is, the years. That's extremely powerful. I don't think that's to keep ever going to leave that. Like, I'm taking that with me <laughs> everywhere. Like, that's sticking with me, you know? Like, sometimes you have these conversations and you leave and, and something sticks with you. And this is really, that piece is really going to stick with me because that's really interesting that we're only born with two fears. Yeah. Wow. And, and, you know, I'll say this, if you learned it, you can untangle it too. Yes. Right. Yes. So it's something that of course it takes time and it takes a lot of effort. It's facing your worst fears, obviously your worst nightmares and just, getting through them and just taking one step, you know, step at a time. And I know it sounds easier than what it really is, obviously. Mm, Yeah. But surrounding yourself with people, you know, who are striving for better lives makes you feel you're not alone. And entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, it's not, it's not, it, it doesn't need to be a lonely ride. You can have people who can, push you forward, who will, you know, maybe light things up along the way Mm -hmm. and looking for mentors will bring you the support to take those steps along your own journey. Yeah. And I'm very big on learning from other people. I think Mm -hmm. networking and learning from other people who have either are where you want to be or have, you know, done what you're trying to do. And, and it's, it's really amazing how much you can learn from some off of somebody else and share ideas and brainstorm. It's almost like even just having a conversation. That's why I love the podcast and I love having these conversations because it like sparks you and it like inspires you. It's like automatic, you know, but I love it. (laughs) Yeah. I'll say, I'll say this, you know, take your time. Um, If you, if you are learning a new skill, you know, take the time to get really good at it and, you know, sucking at first, sucking at first and then getting better. That's the great part of a Google document. You can always edit. The same mm-hmm. thing goes. You can change even idea, but also as an entrepreneur, I, I'll, I'll say this. And also from my clients, I say, I think that the biggest mistake is not letting an idea brew and give form before ditching it and moving on to the next. So sometimes it takes a little longer to figure things out and see what works. So even if you have this great idea, you know, give it some time, um, even as a business owner, uh, to 
to give it to give it form, to give it shape, uh, and you know, build a message that that goes alongside uh, with it, and give yourself the personality behind whatever you're doing. And you don't need to to do everything, but have your priorities straight, and make sure that you have and you know uh, what really grounds you while you are building yourself. So, you know, I'll say that. I'll, I'll end with that. Can you tell us what's going to be in your newsletter? Is it going to be tips yes. or? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I won't say much as tips, but more, mostly stories. Um, oh, even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll say that the idea with the newsletter uh, it's something that's been in the works or it's been in my mind. It is now the time to mm-hmm. give it form. And it's basically stories either, you know, um, landing successfully on my feet or maybe on my face. And um, <laughs> in parenting, in in marketing, managing an online business and mostly being an imperfect human. I love it. I love it. Okay, so I'm going to put the link to that in the description of this episode for anyone who wants to sign up for Anna Christina's newsletter. And I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today. This was an amazing conversation. I love being here. And thank you so much, (laughs) uh, Alex, for having me. I'm so excited for what's to come. (laughs)